0: Welcome to In Your Corner with Core Physical Therapy. My name is Scott McKenzie, and this podcast is uniquely positioned. And what I mean by that, we bring the medical industry, the medical professionals to you. And we talk about better pain management. We talk about rehab after surgery. We talk about improved mobility. And we talk about preventative care. And you know what else? We talk about so much more on this particular podcast. Now, thank you for joining this podcast. So let's get on with the interview. All right. Welcome to In Your Corner with Cora Physical Therapy. Uh, We're going to be talking on this particular episode. We're going to talk ergonomics. But before we get into that, remember, go out to Cora Physical Therapy. That's coraphysicaltherapy.com. If you have any question, comments, or concern, that is your one-stop shop, one-stop location. It's easy. And you'll notice right off the bat, people are jumping and having fun on that particular website because that's what they do, because they're treating everyone right. I'm worn out. How about you, Janice? I'm worn out now.
1: Oh, no. I'm ready to go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Janice, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, ergonomics. And that is a really important conversation to have, especially now. And, and I know that I violate it, and I, I slunch over, and I don't do what is right. But before we get into that, give us a little background, a little 411 on who uh, Janice is.
1: Hi, I'm Jan Barnett. I've been a physical therapy assistant for over 50 years, and I've been with Cora Physical Therapy for 20 years. And I have uh, been working with workers' Comp since I started with the company. And 11 years ago, when Jamie brought me over into her specialty division, I got very interested in ergonomics as we use their um, bases for when we do testing. And Through uh, my continuing education and Clara's generosity, I have earned many, many certificates um, to make me a more competent and ergonomic specialist. And that's what I do now for the company is I mainly do ergonomic specialty work.
0: Okay, for clarification, you want to be called Jan and not Janice. Yes, I prefer Jan. All right. Listeners, note that when you reach out to Janice, it's Jan. Okay so put that in your notebook. All right, what is what is ergonomics?
1: Ergonomics is the study of the how a person interacts with a job. In other words, it's uh, the fit between the user, the equipment and their environment and we want to make sure that the user's capabilities and limitations are taken into account so that they can pour, perform their job accurately, efficiently, and safely.
0: So when I when I think about it, and boy, I'll tell you, there's a lot of offices out there, there's a lot of workplaces out there, and I guarantee you that uh, ergonomics, the thinking of ergonomics and what you were just talking about is not really forefront in their um, mindset, as t- t- just tell you. How can we deploy and employ Uh, ergonomic thinking within the workplace?
1: Well, the main thing that people need to think about when they're performing their job or when they're thinking about their employees performing their jobs, is are they able to do it very efficiently and prevent injuries while they are doing the job tasks that they are required to do? So the first thought is, can that employee do that job safely and efficiently and not have complaints of pain or discomfort, and they do it happily because they feel good when they're doing their job.
0: But it's not just—it's just not just the workplace. I mean, the, the, when we start talking about ergonomics, it, it can—it uh, can go across just the spectrum. It's—it's it's like okay, it's not—you know, it's still it could be work. It could be out in the field too, right? Ergonomic principles can be out in the field.
1: Ergonomics can be used for any job in this United States, whether it's done out on the roadways of our highways, whether it's done in an office, whether it's done in an industrial park. Those principles can be used across the board for every job in the United States. It doesn't matter what what the job is. It's how is it performed and how can we make it safe for the persons that are going to perform those jobs. So those principles take into account body mechanics, posture, safety, injury prevention. It's a vast, vast field with a lot of principles.
0: What's interesting to me is you've been in the industry, you've been in the field for many years. And I would imagine you've seen a tremendous amount of change taking place within your profession. Is it, is it, when did it start really gaining traction and, and achieving the benefits that uh, are needed specifically for workplace uh, ergonomic thinking?
1: Let me break that down into two categories. They first started noticing a lot of job-related injuries in the 80s. And they started to take notice in the 80s that, wow, something might need to be done because we were losing workers, we're losing uh, productivity, time lost, jobs lost. So they started doing research. And as research and took place, they started to develop the ergonomic principles that we are still working with today. However... When it really kicked in where there was a lot of carryover where you could see or how much ergonomics benefited the work industry was not until the late 90s and into the 2000s. Actually, if you think about 9-11, 2001, uh, after that, with all the injuries that took place with our firefighters and police officers and construction workers, they started really looking at how can we prevent these injuries? Can they do their job more safely? Is there ways that we can make it easier when we hire people to put the right person in the right job? And that's when it really started kicking in.
0: Yeah, it. it um, I'll, I'll tell you right now, it, it's an important component. And I think that it's important for uh, businesses from out in the field, in the office, and everything in between to really look at how individuals professionals do their work and and I would imagine and correct me if I'm wrong Janice that there's a real uh I mean time on if if I'm not at work and I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing it it impacts not just me but it impacts the company and I think that there's a there's a benefit to be able to make that environment safe and ergonomically designed so that I'm on the job and I'm happy and all that good stuff you agree with that
1: Yes, and I think that's when the principles started really being effective is when they started looking at that and saying, wow, James Smith is now injured and now his three fellow workers are having to do twice the amount of work. We're going to start getting into repetitive injuries with them because we can't seem to find somebody that fits that job. Maybe we need someone to look at how that job is being performed and see if there's a better way to perform it and that we can get a better fit. And maybe we should start testing our um, prospective employees to see if they actually fit that job.
0: Ah, you you just brought up an interesting component. Uh, Before hiring, test them to see if they can uh, truly do that job. Is that what you just said?
1: Yes, Cora is very big uh, on doing testing for companies. They're called POETS or post-offer employment testing. And we have more than a hundred companies that we do poets for. And what they do is when they hire someone, they say, the job is yours. As long as you go to Cora and you can pass that physical exam that they're gonna do, we'll get back with you. And they send them to us and we test them. We actually, in certain circumstances, actually design and create those poets for certain cities we do
0: that right now see that's interesting because and you brought up another interesting point that if I get injured and it happens all the time if I if I miss work and I get injured or whatever then that work has to still get done and it gets shifted to other individuals that which cause it could cause additional challenges and problems for the business because Not everybody is rolling in the same direction, somebody's missing, and it does make the whole environment less efficient. And I think that that's a very important component what you brought up. Now let's talk about uh, musculoskeletal disorders. What is that?
1: Musculoskeletal disorders are any injury or problem with the musculoskeletal system. That involves your bones, your muscles, your joints, your ligaments, so anything, we don't handle the brain or the internal organs, but that pretty well limits what we what we don't do, okay? The musculoskeletal system runs through the entire body, and those part, body components can be injured at any time on a job. And even with the best of circumstances, people
0: can get injured on the job. So you, you bring up an interesting point. Now, uh, you know, if, if it's left up to my demise... So I look at my studio here and I'm looking at my chair and I'm looking at my desk and I am i don't have the, <laughs> the capabilities of making the right decision. Can you give us some sort of practical uh, approach to that? And does, does Cora uh, provide some sort of consulting that's like, no, no, that's not right. No, no, uh, do it this way. D- do you do all of that?
1: Yes, actually, those are called ergonomic assessments. I have done in-house for actually employees of Cora, but I do them out and across the board for multiple companies that I do, and that's exactly what an ergonomic assessment is. Someone has gone to their employer and said, I'm getting pain because of doing this repetitively all day long, and it's really starting to bother me. So their first line of thought is, okay, they'll send them to to see somebody to see if there's an actual injury, but The thought process with a lot of companies is, let's get somebody in there to look at that injured worker doing their job and seeing if there's a better way to do it so that we can prevent further injury or eliminate it altogether and that we can make sure that they are sitting properly and everything is really good for them so they can perform their job very efficiently at uh, what they're doing. So that we get calls all the time. Cora is the first line of defense. They do so many things with ergonomics. There's quite a few of us in the company that carry ergonomic certification. And they will call Cora and say, we need an ergonomic assessment at this job site. When can you send somebody? And that's what we do. We walk in and the first thing I do is I introduce myself and try to make that person feel comfortable that I'm going to be with them doing these things. And I take pictures of their work environment or their job area and I will let them know that I'm going to take pictures of them as well they can look away but I want to take pictures of them especially in an office setting I want to see how they sit in their chair how do they reach for things what are they doing at their desk site and then I take pictures before and then when I make modifications to a work area I take pictures after so I do set two sets and then I start working with them And there's a set of measurements that we use. What is a good, comfortable sight line? How many inches is that? How many inches is it from the floor to the bottom of their seat pan? Are they sitting correctly? I'll tell people all the time, the best way to think of how to sit is think of yourself as a board and you're going to bend right angles into yourself. So at your hips, you're going to put a right angle in or like a big L, okay, at your hips. And then there's another one from your hips to your knees from your lower leg to your ankle, and make sure your feet are flat on the floor. Scott, are you sitting like that right now?
0: Uh, If you're looking out at the video, I'm sitting like this,
1: (laughs) whatever (laughs) this is. Yeah, hunched forward, no support (laughs) to your back.
0: No, I I got a lumbar back here, however, it's not. uh, uh, It doesn't
1: help you if you don't sit into it.
0: It's just tough going to your house. It's like, oh, like I'm with Jan right now, and everybody's posture is really good, and watching, you know, having a conversation. But that that's really interesting. So you sit there and you you evaluate, you look, and you you assess, and then then deploy whatever the solutions or recommendations. Right? You deploy it. and You say, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this, and then do you continue to sort of monitor that and and see if there's there's success in adoption?
1: Yeah. uh, When I do an ergonomic assessment, I actually work with the client. I'll say, I'm going to adjust your chair right now. Your back isn't properly supported. The height of your chair isn't correct to the height of the desk. I'm going to make these changes. I'm going to make them one at a time. Tell me how that feels. And then I can alter it as I sit there. What I have noticed for the most part is once you adapt and modify their workstation to them where they start feeling much more comfortable they'll tell you oh my back feels a lot better oh my arms are more comfortable they will let you know when they feel more comfortable there's going to be follow through i also give them stretching exercises while i'm there we have a thing that we call ergo breaks now ergo breaks are where you every 30 minutes you stand and stretch you walk around you move your body so that you don't get caught into that prolonged positioning that causes discomfort after a while. Everybody can get uncomfortable if you have to sit, stand, or, you know, in a certain position for a prolonged period of time. So change that position. That 30 seconds to two minutes, actually, you think, oh, that's taking time away from the job, but it doesn't. It adds productivity because now you've taken away that building of discomfort that they start shifting around and they're not paying attention, they're losing focus. Now you've given them a time away for a few minutes and they come back and they're ready to go again. And the productivity improves in that particular position because they are comfortable in what they're doing. So yeah, there is carryover as long as you are making sure as you do this, that you're talking to the client and they know that, What you're doing is trying to make it best for them. I don't care if the phone is on the right side or the left side. It says it should be on the non-dominant side. But if they're wearing a headphone and they reach out with their right hand all the time and their right hand dominant and it doesn't cause them discomfort, then yes, that's the way that person works in that particular position. You make the fit to the job. The person needs to fit the job, and the job needs to fit the person. And remember, one size does not fit all.
0: See, it, you're just you're just pulling out a lot of stuff. I mean, the reality is the reality is is that I need to call Jan because not one size fits all. I, I'm just sitting here going, oh my gosh! After you talked about right hand, left hand, I'm now I'm thinking about my environment. Now I'm obsessing over it, making sure that. I'm I don't know. Do I reach over here? Is it causing me discomfort? But I bet you it's about quality of life, too. So when, when I'm done working, if I have my setup the right way, it needs to be, you know, all done right, uh, I can come home. And, and I, I would imagine I have more energy, uh, the, my quality of life. I don't just come rolling on home and, and just sort of roll into bed. No, it's, it's, it's a quality of life issue too, as well.
1: Now, to be honest with you, I feel that once we have done something like this, and I actually do give them stretching exercises. If they tell me when I go that they get pain in their neck with looking at their screen, I'll adjust their work site. But when I give those exercises to them, I'll say, you can do them here during your ergo breaks. But take them home, too. And when you find yourself doing something at home that causes that same kind of incident, go ahead and stop and do your stretches. They're a tool for life. Once you have them, use them. If you have a pain, stretch. Get yourself comfortable again. They're there for you. You can use them at any time. You don't have to do them at 7 in the morning and 9 at night. Do them when they are most efficient, and then they are going to give you the best benefit.
0: I'll tell you one of the things that I have learned with uh, core physical therapy in it, and it's simple, but it is, it's accurate and it's on the money. Uh, just move. Don't get in a stagnant. If, if you just move, there's benefit in that movement. And I'm, I've been a big advocate of that and I'll do it today. And just to your point, uh, Jan, I'll get up and I'll just sort of move around and I'll come sit my tush back down in my chair and get at it. But that little movement does change my mind perspective, how I feel, and it's just a simple movement. Where do you see things going?
1: I really think that going forward, what we're going to see is more and more people working from home. You know, (laughs) when uh, the pandemic hit in March, God, it's been over a year since we've been doing this, (laughs) um, more and more people were panicked. I'm losing my job. What am I going to do? Well, you can work from home. Therefore, first thought was, let me do my job from home. They weren't thinking about setting up a designated workspace, making sure that they were using good body mechanics. But as time has progressed, and more and more people, even though the workplace has opened back up, they've decided to keep their job at the home area or in the home specifically. Yeah. Then they have to think about, okay, now I'm going to be sitting at wherever they are for most of my day. And you know, it's really starting to bother me. Sitting on the couch with my legs crossed and my my keyboard in my lap isn't making me feel good very much anymore. So there's some tips I'm gonna give you for going forward, okay? You need a designated work area. That means you have to have low distraction out of the line of the, of the traffic. And that means kids, dogs, husband, wife, whatever. And you want to make sure that you can set up your work area so that you can walk away from it at the end of the day and everything stays there so that when you come back the following morning, your designated work area is good to go and you're ready to sit down and work again. Now, everybody that does this on a full time basis and by right now, I spend 90 percent of my time working in, in my home and I have a designated office that I work at and I've done the same thing. I cut the legs off my desk to bring it down to the height that I need. And my chair is uh, to the point where my back is straight, my arms are comfortable. So good chair, good posture sitting in your chair. Remember those L positions, you know, hips, knees, ankles, feet flat on the floor, back supported. You want to make sure that you if you're working with a computer that you can look into your computer without putting your head way down Are looking way up because cranking your cervical spine is not a good thing to do on a regular basis. And you want to make sure that what you're working with, whether it's the computer, your phone, you have an adding machine, and I know I'm dating myself by saying adding machine, (laughs) or anything else,
0: Um, (laughs) mimeograph.
1: There you go. (laughs) What were those old videos called? (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) uh, everything is like within a a zero to 12 inch reach. So I know you can't see me, but my arms are resting on armrests. But for me to work at the desk that I'm sitting at, I would have to um, bring this desk down or bring my armrest right up and underneath it so that I could rest my hands comfortably to work on this desk. Mm -hmm. So you have to think about the position that you're in. And you're going to get up every 30 minutes and move around. And you're going to go and take your lunch break like you normally would don't go get a sandwich and sit at your computer like we do at work because we do that at work a lot um and that's no they don't make us do that that's just us so get up and go and have lunch go for a walk outside for 30 minutes you know enjoy being able to be home and if you know something if you have a pool and you got a good area and you can have set up that whole work site out at your pool area enjoy life have a good time that's where our work Uh, environment seems to be going is more more people working from home and going forward, we want to make sure that ergonomics becomes a good part of that. So call Cora, say, you know, I'm working from home and I'm really having some problems. Can you come and help me? Absolutely. We can get that set up. We can go to your home and make sure that your workspace is ideally suited for you that's not a problem. We can handle multitask. We can do on-site job analysis. We can create poets. We can do ergonomic assessments. And if you're injured, we have skilled therapy, PTOT speech. We have plenty of clinics we can send you to. CORE is a one-stop shop.
0: Well, how about that? Man, that's passion, baby. You've got passion, and I love it. you got a lot of uh, spirit. I love it. You're passionate about what you do. I'll... Remember, um, we're going to have to wrap this up. Go out to corephysicaltherapy.com. Just like Jan was saying, that's your one-stop shot. You get, I guarantee you can find a solution there if you are challenged or dealing with some challenges, whatever it might be, corephysicaltherapy.com. But you're saying to yourself, Scott, I don't want to just go there. I want to contact Jan. Jan, how do I contact you? You contact Cora. I work for Cora.
1: They're my company and I've been
0: with them a long time and I
1: trust them implicitly. If you call CORE and say, I need Jan to do this, they're gonna contact me and they'll give me your contact information and we will set it up.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Jan, for being in your corner with CORE Physical Therapy. You are absolutely wonderful. Love, love the topic.
1: Well, ergonomics is a passion. I hope more people learn how to do it.
0: Clearly it is, and it is important. And I think that uh, more than ever, I think that that has to take place. I I think about it. I don't execute it real well, but I do think about it quite a bit. Well, it it does take time and you do have
1: to learn it and you do have to get certified. But once you do it, the world's your oyster. You can go anywhere with
0: it. All right, Jan, thank you very much for being in your corner with Core Physical Therapy. And thank you listeners for just participating So thank you very much. We will be back with another great interview shortly.